hey, I want to talk about something that I hear some horror stories about and even some nightmarish recommendations that I hear um, doctors, chiropractors being told um, what to do in this realm. I want to talk about what to do when you have a child who is afraid to get checked. They're afraid to get checked. They don't want to be checked. And usually, if we're doing this right and we're understanding how to lead with the brain, this isn't something that usually persists. If it's something that persists, like after um, they've been under care for a long time or pops up with a kid who's been being checked regularly and then all of the sudden they become afraid, that's a different story and something we should look into. But in this video, in this lesson, I wanna talk about what to do um, if you have a child, which is pretty frequent, this can happen, this happens, it definitely happens. Um, whether you're working with behavioral learning and socialization challenges or just working with kids in general, it's super common that a kid might be afraid, particularly a first-time child who's coming to the chiropractor, um, and you know they're more in a sympathetic dominant state. They're more in this, they don't have a, a, a great prediction of like what's gonna happen. They know that when they come to the doctor's office, maybe they get poked or it's scary or things like that. Um, and so we need to understand it's not bad if this happens, this is normal. How do we embrace it? What do we do? What are the three steps? What are some very specific steps to take? And what not to do. Here's what not to do. Never, ever, ever, force a kid to get adjusted that is afraid, that is screaming, that is needing to be held down, that you're forcing the adjustment on them. Never do that. I have heard other people telling people to do this. I have seen it. Um, I have seen people bragging about, well, sometimes you just gotta like lay them down and force them down and you gotta get in there and get the adjustment. Don't do it, do not do it. Um, what you need to understand is that if we're afraid, there's a few things going on there. One, this child doesn't know what to expect. So they're more in their amygdala. They're more in that limbic system, that fight or flight. They're not having great prediction. Um, we don't need to try to engage them with logic. You know, the other thing that happens, and don't do this, is trying to say, here's a kid who's crying or completely shut down or, or refusing to get on the table or just afraid. And as you, as the parent tries to force them more, they become more afraid, more shut down or more escalated behaviors or more, more crying or screaming or kicking or whatever. Um, we don't just try to engage with logic. We don't try to say like, hey, Johnny, this is great. We need to get you on the table. Here's why. You know, we need to correct, you know, we need to really gently, it's not going to hurt, super gentle. We need to really specifically, um, you know, make these adjustments. They're not going to hurt. So you're trying to engage a brain that's in fight or flight, that's in stress, that's in amygdala brainstem with logic. It's not going to hurt. It's going to be great. You're going to be healthier. You're going to love it. I promise all the other kids do it. No, don't do that because it's not your, there's a big gap there, right? You're not, you're not going to get the results you're looking for. Here's the thing you have, things you have to do. There's three steps to this. Um, first, you need to think of it like a toddler having a tantrum, right? What do you do with a toddler having a tantrum? You do not try to logic them. You don't try to give them long-term consequences in the moment and think that they're going, that that's going to turn it around, right? You don't meet them with anger. So you don't meet them with logic. You don't meet them with anger. 
um, and, and expect to have good results, you first have to understand that what's happening. What is the behavior telling you about the brain? This kid is afraid. You know, they're afraid, they're refusing, they're shut down or they're refusing, so they're exhibiting behaviors. The behavior is giving you a window into where they are in their brain, how they're processing in that moment. And so we need to understand that first, the first thing we need to do is help them feel safe. Not logic them, not try to connect with them and that be the primary thing. Yes, connect, that's coming. But first is safety. We need to make sure that this child feels physically and emotionally safe. That may mean giving them some space in the room with mom or dad, exploring the room maybe watching another kid and seeing you're in other rooms and they're just, you know, watching other kids come in and out, but giving them space, taking the demand off of them and giving them space to lay on the table with mom and dad, play silly games, touch the room, walk around the room, take some time, take your demand off of them. Hey, Johnny, I can't tell you how many times I did this yesterday. Um, same scenario. And I was like, you know, trying to create safety by staying across the room and you know he wasn't buying i was like you know what i'll be back i'm gonna go check some other people and he kind of poked his head in and watched dr hannah adjusting some other people and watched me adjusting some other people and just kind of walked around the room and then i popped back in and and then he was like play, he was laying on the table playing on the table when i came back in with his aunt like playing with things under like a little toy underneath you know she was on the ground showing him so he's putting his face in the thing which i wouldn't have even put him face down first i would have just had him stand or sit up for his first check today but that's what he was that's what he was doing and he was feeling safe i allowed for him to take time and to feel safe in his environment the second thing that we do after safety physical and emotional safety so take the demand off the second thing we do is then we connect we don't go right into like, oh, he's feeling safe. Let me get in there and make this adjustment real quick. No, then we connect. Then we connect. Then I was like, hey, your little aunt, her, his cousin was here too, the little girl who also used to be afraid to get checked and now isn't. And I said, oh, come here. And I just, I just played with her for a minute. I'm like, oh, let me look at your posture. Let's look at this. And I was like, oh, to, the, to the little boy, can you come and look at this with me? And he was like, oh, so it wasn't about him. He was feeling safe. I took the man off. I'm letting him feel safe. I popped out of the room. I came back into the room. And now I'm like trying to connect with him. Oh, look at this. Look at this shoulders a little bit higher. Can you see that? So I'm connecting. We're on the same team. Connection to do this thing. And he was like, oh, this sounds fun. This isn't about me. This is about my cousin. And so we did this thing together. And then I left. He's still safe and you know, this is all happening within just a few minutes and, and he's playing and the cousins kind of playing So we we made him made sure he felt safe physically and emotionally. We're building bridges of connection and Then we did logic then we did the next time we come in. Okay, let me you sit on mom's lap And I'm just gonna feel do you want to feel so connect? I'm like I'm still building connection uh, do you want to feel uh, my neck? Can you help me? Can you feel my neck? Because dr. Hannah needs to check me and he's like Okay, and he feels my neck. Safety, physical, emotional safety, connection, and then logic. Then it was like, great, can I feel yours? And 
then we got in there and we were able to make the adjustment on mom's lap today, not laying down. But you betcha, next time he comes in, he it's not going to take as long to feel safe. And we've already built some connection and we'll build upon that and then logic and execution of the task. And then soon it won't even be an issue at all. So that's the thing. We don't want to force ever, never, ever, ever. And you can tell parents, hey, sometimes we don't get an adjustment on the first visit. That's fine. Sometimes we're just building safety and connection on the first visit. That's not a fail, mom. That's a good thing, right? He needs to feel safe first. We don't force him, and parents will try to do this. Nope, we don't force, it's okay. That's not the most optimal time um, for him to have an adjustment when he's in this fear, fight or flight. We do not wanna force this. This is his body. We want him to feel safe. We want him to feel connected, and we're gonna get the best healing, and he's going to start building the, these positive feelings about coming here and getting checked. Super important. So the things we're not doing, forcing, holding down, um, we're not doing those things, right? Absolutely not. We're not trying to logic a kid in fear. We're working the three steps. One, physical, emotional safety. Take the demand off. Two, build connection. Three, logic, execution of tasks. That will be a game changer for you. And let me just throw in another one. One um, to remember is that face down, palpating in the back is a really scary thing, an unpredictable thing for a kid who's not there yet with visual cognitive function, which is almost all of behavioral learning socialization challenges with kids and adults. So you may not start there. You may start with seated and adjusting from, you know, putting your hands behind like this. You may start just seated or standing and then work your or face up and then work your way to face down eventually. Do videos, do pictures, give prediction, lower demand, create safety, connection, and then adjust. Be well, do good work. Let me know what your takeaways were on this and um, if you have any questions.